This is Dr. Jonathan Shaw. I want to thank you for tuning in to Crown Ministries Podcast today. We hope that this message transforms you and encourages you to pursue God's presence in a greater way. Enjoy the message. Jonathan Shaw has been trying to take us back to the basics the foundation, the fundamentals of Christianity, the simplicity of what it is to be saved, and that is this thing called love. And if we're going to go to the basics, I just, I'd like to use certain scriptures that we all know that's very fundamental to us. Uh, If you can go to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. We'll read from verses 26 through 28. When you have it, say, I have it. If you don't have it, say, hold on. I knew it. It's also up on the monitors. Romans 8, verse 26. And it reads, likewise, the spirit also helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Verse 28, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Uh, verse, uh, let's read verse 28 again. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. Amen. I want to preach this morning using as a subject, I'm spoken for. I'm spoken for. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm sorry, but I'm spoken for. You may be seated in the house of God. Love, ladies and gentlemen, is a powerful drug. It is a drug in the sense that it can form an addiction to a person, place, or thing. Uh, Depending on what it is you love, you you find a connection and you're gravitated towards this person, place, or thing because of the affinity or the affection of the love that you have for it. And we'll learn, if you've been here, let me just catch up some of those, our visitors that have not been here. There are four types of love that we've learned. The first one is called Qatar, Q-A-T-A-R. Qatar is that a love for a thing. Right? We love things. We have things that we love. We have our own possessions that we hold dear to our hearts. And depending on who gave them to us, uh, we may love one more than the other. A thing, a phone, a watch, shoes, clothes. Come on, ladies, talk to me. Uh, outfits, makeup, what home, whatever it is. Those are things. That's, that's, that's a love that you have for things. Uh, the other kind of love is called phileo love. Uh, it's where we get the word Philadelphia. It's a brotherly type of love. It's a friendship or family type of love that you have for someone that's, uh, it could be a next of kin, it could be a brother, it could be a friend, it can be an associate, uh, but that, that's a level of friendship. It's a brotherly love. Somebody say brotherly love. 
Then there's uh, another love called eros. Uh, eros love, that is a romantic kind of love. It's a love that you have with a significant other, someone uh, that you have an affection for that you can possibly, potentially, hopefully, in church, spend the rest of your life with. That is called eros love. And then the last one is called agape love, which is uh, the God kind of love. It is an unconditional, unwavering kind of love. Amen, somebody. But I'm learning that uh, each of these, uh, uh, Qatar and, and uh, Phileo and Eros, they all, uh, if done properly, can have uh, a level of agape within it. Okay. Uh, there, there can be an unconditional love that you have towards things uh, because things, people and places, all of these things, anything that you love, anyone that you love has the authority to speak for you or represent you. Amen, somebody. Uh, they represent you in uh, different ways. How, do, how does things represent you? Well, things uh, can be a form of symbolism based on what it is. Uh, let's say, for example, my uh, ring, my wedding ring, it, it is not a person nor is a place. It is a thing. It's simply a thing but it speaks volumes because before uh, I can open my mouth my ring says what that I'm married it speaks for me it says something about me that you probably wouldn't have known if I didn't open my mouth uh, also I uh, things what about th things clothing attire based on what you wear uh, people can judge or determine where you're going your outfit can um, speak volumes as to who you are and what you're doing. Y'all know me. I love to wear my native clothing. Yes, we are in America. Yes, we are in the States. But I'm not from America. I'm from Africa. And when you see me before you, uh, I can say anything, you can judge and say, okay, he's from Africa. Or specifically Nigerian because of what I'm wearing can say something about me. What you put on, what you uh, things can speak for you. Amen somebody uh, uh, that that that's that's what what is that that's the Qatar kind of those are things uh, that you love that can speak for you but also uh, you give authority anything you love uh, you give authority to speak for you eros type of love when we're talking about the romantic kind of love you see uh, love when you're dealing on a romantic level they're called there are five love languages and one of those love languages we know is words of affirmation you see words uh, of affirmation we know words speak life words uh, speak volumes and we know in this church you live on the level you speak so you better be careful as to who you will connect with because uh, the level they speak on will determine the kind of life you're going to live who you romanticize with who you're dealing with on a regular basis they have authority to speak for you somebody say love uh, and all of these uh, uh, have a component called the agape love or the unconditional uh, type of love. Now, if we're dealing with things, like we said, things can speak for you. If we're dealing with uh, phileo, friendship, on a friendship level, friends can speak for you on a certain level. If you have an issue, depending on the friends that you have with you, your friends can say, what are we going to do? I, we, we jumping in, we going forth, what are we, they can speak for you before anything even happens or breaks breaks out because they have the authority to what speak for you or jump into your situation before your situation ever gets started anybody got friends like that that if anything was to pop off before I can even open my mouth they step in and say wait what is we gonna do somebody say what we gonna do 
What, what, what are we going to do? That, that's a level of love. That's uh, uh, what love does. Uh, it connects you and keeps you with certain people. I'm going somewhere. Am I boring some of y'all? Uh, I'm going somewhere with it. Speaking uh, life. When you speak, you're speaking life and you're creating atmospheres and you're creating things. So uh, uh, what, what happens when you're in trouble or you're in a place or you're in a position when you can't speak for yourself? If, if you're one of those who you've always got the answer, you always know what to do, you got it all together, this message ain't for you. There are some of us, as strong as we may be, as equipped, as intelligent, as, 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 as secured as we may be, we all have moments where I, I wish somebody would just say something for me because in, uh, as in your Christian work you've noticed we're always jumping in or stepping in for somebody else we always have a word for somebody else we always have a message for somebody else if someone ha is in a crisis or a rut or a situation easily we can find scriptures we can find uh, a wisdom we can find something to say but every now and then we find ourselves in a place where we can't utter words for ourselves and it's like wait a minute all these people I've prayed for all these people I've paid for all these people I've done certain things for what happens when I need a voice? But I'm in so much pain, I can't speak for myself. Amen, somebody. And that's, that's what I want to talk about today. How do we go, how do we get, how do we go forward when we find ourselves in a place where we know uh, uh, who we serve? We know the God that we serve. We know uh, the, our Christian, what we know all of these, all of these things, but we don't know what to do in this particular predicament. Just think about it for a second. Some things are simply this one. I can't put my finger on it. This crisis, I can't seem to find a solution. This place I'm in right now, to be honest, I don't know if I'm going to get out of it. Because it's just that deep. Amen, somebody. But I love this scripture because it starts off, and if you read Romans chapter 8, uh, uh, it, it starts off uh, with no condemnation. It's, it's so much into it. And if you could just go to the history, the backstory of this man, you see... Paul, the apostle, uh, he, he's a Roman citizen, but he comes uh, from the line of Benjamin. He's an Israelite. He's a, he's a Hebrew. And all of these things that he's putting forth is for knowing that the Christians will struggle. Christians will go forth. Christians will be in a place where they don't always know the answer, though they serve the God that knows the answer. And that's a funny place to be when you serve the one that has all the answers, when you're plugged in and connected to the one that has all the answers, but still you can't find the answers for yourself. Because So if we can scroll down to verse 26, it starts out by saying, likewise, the spirit helps our infirmity. 
The first word you will see there is likewise. Likewise uh, simply states in like manner or similar to. Uh, it's an example of. It's, it gives clarity. And as I was reading this, the Lord told me to tell the saints. He said, this is the season that he's given clarity as to where you are and where you're going. Let me remind you that there was a vision, a dream that you once had. But somewhere along the way, life happened. And you kind of lost the vision and you kind of lost the dream. But he's going to give you a likewise in this season. What does that mean? Think when you have a question there shall be a likewise. You see we're human so he's got to deal with us in human form with symbols and like things. So something that may, you may be confused about I declare today that you're going to get clarity so you can move forward. Likewise, watch this the spirit the spirit not the psychic. The spirit helps our infirmities. <laughs> we all need a little help. And I come to challenge this strong man that we have within ourselves of I'm good. See, we all have that thing where it was like, I don't need no help. I'm good. I can do this all by myself. Guess what? What you got into, you got into it by yourself. So you can't get out of it by yourself. You're going to need a little help. It says the spirit helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we are ought. Now that confused me because how do you not know what to pray for? If I have a petition to God about something. I believe I know what I'm talking about. I believe I know what it is I'm dealing with. I believe I know what it is I want from God. Amen, somebody. So how in the world is it that we know not what we should pray for? What he is saying in this passage is there's going to be a time where um, uh, you know what you're trying to get through, but you don't have the voice to get it through. Nor do you have the accuracy like the spirit to get it through. It's one thing to make petitions and give God a laundry list. It's another thing to be in tuned with where he is and where he's trying to take you. That's why he's saying you don't know what you're praying for. Because you're simply praying for what you see. You're simply praying for what's in front of you. If you've got an obstacle in front of you, what we will do is say, Lord, remove the obstacle. But the spirit will say, no, 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 no. Uh, you need to leave a mark on the obstacle uh, so that the next person that comes, uh, they can see the mark on the obstacle uh, and understand if God did it back then, he can do it now. Uh, everything you're doing to you ought to leave a mark. Because your struggle is not just for you to struggle, it's for you to leave a mark. That's why he says we don't even know what to pray for as we ought. But the spirit, what does he do? makes intercession for us the spirit makes intercession In intercession what is intercession intercession ladies and gentlemen is from a greek word called entangle it it is to entangle yourself in something it is to see something and not just say okay i'm going to pray you see there's levels there's prayer and then there's intercession prayer says i can see my brother going through and say you know what god help him god do it for him do it for my brother and that's wonderful we ought to pray because the bible says what pray without ceasing so there's nothing wrong with prayer. Prayer is great. It's wonderful. It's powerful. It moves mountains. But 
another level to prayer is this thing called intercession. You see what intercession does, it doesn't say, Father, do it. What it says is, I see the thing and I jump in the thing with you. Oh, come on, somebody. What? It's an entanglement. If you've ever seen a spider's web, when you get caught into a spider's web, it's really difficult to come out of it because it's not just strings, but it's sticky. And what intercession does, it says, I know you're in a sticky situation, but I'm willing to get in it with you. Intercession is another level. It's not just singing, but it's more so doing. What you going to do about what you see? What you going to do about the situation or the issue? On the way over here, we saw an accident and a car was brutally damaged and as I was passing I was like oh my god Lord do it for that person do it heal and make sure nobody's dead but someone stopped God help me pulled over and got out of their car and I'm what and they go over to the person and begin to call that is intercession when you can't just pass by but you jump in and that's what the spirit does for us the spirit jumps in not only jumps in but entangles itself with what we're dealing with you see i used to think that the spirit of god ain't got no feelings it's just plain emotionless it's just black and white and it's great it i appreciate it but i'm growing to know that the spirit itself has feelings because if it's entangled in what i'm dealing with and i'm in pain and i can't utter words and i've got tears rolling down my eyes and it intercedes for me watch this with groanings anything that groans has to have a level of pain you got to feel something for you to be groaning on my behalf. It says with groanings which cannot be uttered. In other words, you can't say it. You can't get it out. You can't voice it. But, whew, and I'm learning, the spirit knows God's language and knows our language god help me the, the the holy spirit knows what god wants yet knows how we feel so the groanings in which the holy spirit does for us is speaking come on here to god on our behalf dictating and letting him know what we want but also spinning within us what god mind is according to his creation it's called intercession somebody say intercession it says that he makes uh, uh, intercession. You see, anything that intercedes is caught in the middle. Uh, interceding is an interception. It's a, it's a medium. It's being in the middle of something. You see, uh, if, you, if you see any outlets, media, uh, TV, radio, news, come on here. Uh, all of these things are a medium or what they call media to do what? To get an agenda or a message through. If you're listening to the radio, the radio serves an agenda. Whoever's controlling the station uh, has a message that they want to get out. So the radio station serves as a medium for 
or an outlet to get the message through. Uh, if you look at television, that's why you got to be careful what you watch and what you hear because media outlets are the medium be between uh, a message and the messenger. Uh, so you as the audience receive the message uh, based on the, what the, uh, the messenger is trying to say. Uh, so when there is intercession going on, uh, that is simply a message from us to God. Watch this, but also from God to us. You see, in the middle of your struggle, it's difficult for you to hear God. It is hard to hear clearly what thus saith the Lord when I'm in tears. Too quiet. It, it is hard for me to sit there and hear what this scripture is saying. Turn to Romans this, turn to this page. and so It is difficult to hear it when you're groaning or you're in pain. So the intercessor serves as a medium between the two. But also it says, uh, he didn't say makes intercession for me. This is Paul writing this, right? And we know he went through. He says the spirit makes intercession for us. The potency of your season, this new season, is dependent on unity. If you're going to do anything great in this season, you're going to have to learn how to connect with people. Y'all are too quick. You're going to have to learn how to cope. You see, we're dealing with love, and we've misconstrued what love is. Love is not independent. Love is interdependent. I need you, and you need me. What is it you bring to the table, and what do I bring to the table? He said the Spirit intercedes for us. In other words, we're going to have to find a way to come together. You see, this season can't be for the Lone Ranger. This season can't be for those who wants to be set. You see, Everyone is doing it. If you look in the business world, businesses are merging together because they know they are stronger and wealthier if they come together. If you look in the sports arena, free agents as athletes, they're joining other teams and other players because they know we're stronger together. Scream to your neighbor and say, neighbor, this is the season for us. This is for us. This is for us. And he says in verse 27, uh, am I boring y'all? Y'all all right? Verse 27, it says that he that searches the heart, this is still the spirit, he that searches the heart, he, the spirit that searches the heart, knoweth what is in the mind of the spirit. So the spirit that's within us <laughs> searches the heart. One thing about trauma, one thing about life, it can make you have a heart of stone. It can make your heart so impenetrable that you're not willing to receive love from nobody. Regardless of how it's coming, regardless of who it's coming from, uh, and it's, called, it's not our fault. It's called defense mechanisms. We've been hurt so long, for so long, by so many people we don't know how to receive affection. So what the spirit does while it's in us, searches or touches or gets into our heart so that heart of stone can turn into a heart of flesh and now can receive what the Lord is saying. He searches. And if you know anything about a search, it is really invasive. A search is not an observation. 
I can observe from a distance. But if I'm going to search, I'm going to dig in and find the core and find the crust of what the problem is. And that's what he's saying when he searches the heart of the believer. He's going to get to that very area where who was it that touched you the wrong way? At what age were you molested? Who stole from you that was family? Who gave you your first ounce of drugs that messed your life up? Searches the heart. The center. I wish I would grasp this the way I'm. The, 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 the very what happened. And watch this. When did it happen? The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is your personal therapist. It is your couch to lay on. It is, your, come on here, it is that thing you commune to when nobody's around. How many understand that there are just certain seasons in your life where you can't find nobody in your vicinity because simply they just can't understand. And that's why he searches your heart because he needs to understand where you are and then take it to the creator. He searches the heart and knows what's in the mind <laughs> he searches the heart <laughs> knowing what's in the mind of the creator his searching is not on his own doing he searches with already equipped what the mind of the lord is saying so how is it we can survive pastor sabrina traumatizing seasons how is it we can survive we can live and talk about our pain and our past uh, and not die from it because at the time he was searching he already had the mind of the creator you see the mind of the creator says uh, you shall live and not die uh, the mind of the creator says uh, no weapon formed against you will prosper uh, the mind of the creator is equipped with life so as he searches, he already has in mind the message you didn't even want to receive. Because you were groaning. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. According to the will of God. According to the will of God. The Holy Spirit, ladies and gentlemen, has several characteristics. One of those things is to govern. The Holy Spirit governs us and serves as a governor. And if you know anything about colonizing any kingdom taking over, we have to digest this because we're dealing with Rome. Rome was one of those places that colonized and took over. At this point, they were the largest kingdom in the world. So what the Holy Spirit, what Paul had in mind with this is the Holy Spirit, Spirit being the governor, uh, speaks on behalf of the kingdom of God. So anything, watch this anytime uh, the spirit needs to speak uh, he speaks with the language uh, of the kingdom that they're coming from uh, a governor must know the language watch this of the kingdom they're representing I'll say it again a governor must know the language of the kingdom they represent uh, you see the spirit in the middle between the kingdom of God uh, and humanity has to speak from the language
language uh, from the kingdom. Why do you think sometimes when we can't pray, uh, why do you think sometimes when we just can't, uh, we need to find a way to tap in? It's a robo shata rete bese robo because it's a language uh, that comes from the kingdom. That's why you can't just jump into the Holy Spirit. Uh, that's why you just can't grab the Holy Spirit. Uh, that's why you can't just fall in to the Holy Spirit. Uh, but you've got to be filled uh, with the Holy Spirit. Uh, and anything you filled with, uh, when you open your mouth, uh, you're spilling out what's been poured in. So when we don't know what to pray for, it is an overflow of what's already inside. It is a flowing of what's been poured into your heart. Somebody say the spirit. And he finally, and he, and he goes in 28 as I close. I told you we ain't going to be long. He says, and we know. Now this blessed me because... Uh, in verse 26, he says, we know not. <laughs> 26, he just said, we know not. In other words, two verses ago in my life, I didn't know what was happening. A couple of verses ago, a couple of weeks ago, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it out of this. But thanks be to God, I made it here this Sunday, and I declare that we know that all things, watch this, work together. What he is saying is, there's going to be a time in your life where you are confused, Christians, believers, Bible worship, come on here. You're going to have a season and periods of your life where you are clueless as to where God is, what he's doing, how he's going to do it. If I'm going to get out of this, but a couple of verses later, I come to prophesy. Now we know. I prophesied about 15 who would take it. This is the season of the no. You're going to know how to do it and when to do it. You're going to know when to leave and when to stay. You see, some of you, your issue is you're connected to the wrong people. And you don't know how to leave something. You're staying in something you're supposed to leave. But you about to know. Oh, you, you about to know. You about to know what time it is. They're going to know who you are. You see, when you're transforming and you're growing in God, there's going to be that look of who does she think she is. There's going to be those statements. I don't know what's going on with you. And you're going to turn around and tell them, I know, I know, I know, I know. I, 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 I know, I know. You know what? I just know. Because there's a spirit flowing inside of me that even when I can't say it, he expresses it for me. Somebody say, I know. But what do I know? What, what do I know? Freeze. Look, just, just pause. Y'all sit down. We're just talking. For real, sit down. Sit down. They got to see me in the back. Uh, we know. <laughs> this is Paul writing this. This is a letter. He's not in front of people talking. We know. <laughs> we know. Who is we? <laughs> Who's this we? 
who, who, who is this we? Who them? Because as he's writing, the earlier verse, he's talking about himself. You see, you can have an I one minute when you're not filled. You can be individual and by yourself when you're not filled. But the moment you're filled with this thing called the Holy Ghost, your eyes turn into we. I'm not getting myself out of this. We're coming out of this. I talk the way I talk because I know I got a God that's on the inside of me speaking for me. We. No, I can stand by myself and still be we. I can stand in a room all by myself and still feel like I got a legion of angels behind me. I can be by myself and know that I'm good because we. No, it's here. It's here. It's it. You can't see it, but I know it. You can't feel it. You won't believe it, but I know it. We. Me and that spirit within me, the Holy Spirit. Let me make that clear because some of y'all got spirits inside of you, but that spirit ain't holy. That's a demon on the inside of you. You talk the way you talk because you got another spirit inside of you. You snap at people the way you snap because you got a different spirit inside of you. But when you can be frustrated and vexed and still God bless you. That's the Holy Spirit inside of you. When you can bubble up in anger and still be nice to somebody, that ain't me. That's we. We'll keep me from cutting you. We'll keep me from punching you in your face. We'll keep you from slapping the... We. I'm only saved because I've got we. It's we, it's we, it's we, for he walks with me and he talks with me. It ain't me, it's we. I tell y'all about a time and I'm almost through. Last, uh, couple, sometimes, some time ago, we had to go to HRA for, y'all know what HRA is, right? We had to go for some, for some assistance because my wife and I, we're entrepreneurs and we have vision and we're trying to get things across. So we need some assistance, right? So we go up there and y'all know these people can be difficult. You see, I was expecting difficulty, but when we sat down with the woman, we were sitting across a witch. And I'm not saying a witch because I discerned it in the spirit. I've called her a witch because she's just nasty. It was another letter that I wanted to use, but amen somebody. Thank God for salvation. We're sitting in front of a witch and she said all types of things that just rubbed me the wrong way. Pray for me. Because I, I wanted to tell her, we, we ain't everybody else that come in here. We, we, we work. Amen, somebody. We, we're not coming here for a handout. Stop. But I had a, I had a, Dawn had to grab me like, hey, 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 hey. So as we leave, <laughs> as we leave, I got to tell this, this censored version. As we leave, um, I wasn't done with what I wanted to say. You, you know how when you leave something 
you got more in you. you there's more you got to say. So I, I told Don, I said, hold up. I said, I'm, I'm not done. I need to let her know something. And she's like, Dale, just let it go. Just leave it alone. Let's go. I said, no, 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 no. I, I got, I, I'm not going to be rude, but I just got, I, there's certain things I got to say to her. I need to let her know. You feel me? So she said, all right, go ahead. I'm not going back up there with you. She ain't going with me. As I go up the stairs, as I go back upstairs, I call and she comes back out with her nasty self. Her face is still stink. And I said, before I can open my mouth, something in me calmed and I mean from the car to the elevator I was enraged I mean bubbled furious as this woman came in front of me there was such a calmness I simply said what did you say we needed to bring again and she told me all the things we needed to bring I said we'll have it for you and I just walked off that was the first level of intercession that took place but that ain't the grand finale the time that we had to go back i didn't have to go she went uh, uh don just had to go and she went back she gave the paperwork and i'm said i excuse me i dropped her off and as i'm dropping off that whole morning i wake up she's upset she's in tears and i'm like i don't know what to do because i know what she's dealing with i know exactly what she's about to go to so as i drop her off I can't even find the words to pray, y'all. I'm so mad. I can't watch this. Pray for the one I'm supposed to cover. I didn't have the words. But as I pull off, I wish y'all would catch this. As I pull off, all I could say is, have your way, God. <laughs> have your way, God. <laughs> Have your way, God. And as I'm saying this, have your, y'all know how we do. I'm rocking in the car. Have your way, God. Something about that rock uh, that puts you in a pot. I said, have your way. And my have your way turned into, uh, Lord, uh, you know what we're dealing. And this is verbatim. Uh, you know what we're dealing with. Uh, as she get up there, uh, let this person not even show up. Hear me. After I said that, I then went on to say, if she does show up, you just do what you do. That part was me. The first part, let her not even show up, was the Holy Spirit. I didn't speak that. She texted me. God, I wish I would rejoice with me. She texted me and said, I didn't even speak to the woman that told us to come back. It was somebody else that called my name. And we were, come on here. It was somebody else that called my name and did the interview with me. But here's the icing on the cake. That heifer was there. She was there. Watch this. She's the, I'm sorry, pastor. She was there. She's the supervisor. She didn't have nobody but the Lord, when he dealt with, he said, I didn't let her call her name. She was there and watched the interview, but couldn't interfere with the interview. This is why it behooves you to have that we on the inside of you. Because it will intercede. Had I said what I needed to say when I went up there? Had I done, come on here. That would have been out of my own strength. That would have been me. And me can only take us but so far. But the spirit knows more than you do. 
Amen, somebody. I'm talking about intercession. He spoke for me. He spoke for us. And as I conclude in this text, uh, he says, and we know that all things work together. You got to understand something, Christians, Christ-like, people who love the Lord, that we are going to endure struggles. I didn't come here to pacify you this morning and tell you that you're going to be all right. I didn't come here this morning to just simply say, God's going to do it. That was not my agenda this morning. But my agenda this morning, ladies and gentlemen, as I rock in this place, in a place of intercession, session. My personal agenda, according to the Spirit, was to let you know that it's working together. Everything that you're enduring presently, it's working together. That traumatic situation that you endured as a child, you see, some of us, our personality has been shaped by what we endured years ago. We ain't even seeing it no more. We're not even a thinking about those things no more. It was way back when you was a little boy or girl. That's what's affecting your persona and how you like to deal with and handle things. But the Lord wants to let me let you know today that it's working together. When you were caught in that stuff, when you were hooked on drugs like you were, when you were in your ways and in your feelings, it's working together for your good. I wish I had a church. Uh, there's nothing like going through pain uh, and not knowing why you're going through it. Uh, there's nothing like enduring uh, hardness as a good soldier and not even know I was a soldier. Uh, can somebody inform me about this struggle? Uh, if I'm going to go through a struggle, uh, can you let me know what's happening? Uh, can I know that I'm a part of this fight? Uh, I'm tired of all of this. Uh, I'm a soldier uh, in the army of the Lord. Uh, today, I don't want to be a soldier. Uh, I don't want to fight. Uh, I want somebody to fight for me. Uh, I am Come on, somebody. Uh, there is some times, y'all, uh, where we are just tired. Uh, we are just tired of fighting. Uh, we are just tired of arguing. Uh, we are just tired of going through with the bill collectors. Uh, we are tired. Amen, somebody. Uh, but today, the strength hey, of your salvation uh, is knowing that there's a we. There's a we. There's a we. Uh, there's someone uh, interceding for you. Uh, and he's not just interceding for you, uh, but he's interceding, watch this, uh, with groanings uh, that cannot be uttered. If you know anything about labor, when a woman goes into labor, there is a lot of groaning going on. But it's not groaning that's about to bring death. This groaning, hey, is groaning that's producing life. Oh God, though there's pain, there's life coming through. Though there's agony, there's life being birthed. Though there's anguish, come on here, there's something productive coming out of this. Stand to your feet. We're going. There's something good coming out of your groaning. But you're groaning, you're not just groaning alone. See, groaning is in different, so many different forms, so many different variations. Sitting there, y'all remember Hannah when she was praying. She was praying to the point, she was praying in her heart, she was praying silently, and Eli thought she was drunk. 
because no words were coming out, yet her lips were moving. That's groaning. It's a deep, desperate desire for something, but you can't even get it out. But the Lord wants me to remind you that although you're groaning, the spirit within you groans as well. But his prayer is so accurate that it'll take the best of what you say, filter it, and take it to God so that it can manifest exactly how it was in God's mind. Let this mind be in us, which was in Christ Jesus. That's what the spirit does in our hearts. It takes the mind of God and reminds us who we are and what we're supposed to do. I, I love this text because it really, really made me feel like somebody was speaking for me. I felt, and it, there's many scenarios, many situations, not just those people. There's so many, but this scripture just kept coming. And I didn't even know I was going to preach. I promise you I didn't know I was going to preach out of this. But this thing just kept coming. The spirit makes intercession. The spirit makes intercession. The spirit makes I'm like, well, if it makes so much intercession, I needed to say something. But it's always saying something, specifically when you can't. That's the difference between Christianity and every other religion. You can be spoken for when you can't even speak yourself. I wish I would just let that sink in for a moment. You can be spoken for when you can't even speak for yourself. So I just want to take for the next few moments... Let's, let's, let's just get in that posture, those things that you've been praying about that it's been difficult for you to get out, for you, difficult for you to get forth. You've prayed about it before, but somehow it's been so much, it's been so heavy that you just, you threw it in a closet somewhere. But every now and then when you think about it, it moves something inside of you. That's because it was meant for you. But today the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf. So if we could just take the next few moments and just pray and watch this. Pray according to the language of the creator. <laughs> pray according to the language that no enemy can translate. No demon, no devil in hell can snatch. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for this moment. I thank you for every believer that's in this house. I thank you for everyone, Lord, every guest, every partner, every visitor that has one issue, one petition or another. As a matter of fact, I declare every issue be at the altar. I'm not going to focus on the issues today, but today, God, I want to focus on the dreams. I want to focus on the visions. I want to focus on the purpose. I want to focus on the reason for their existence. I want to focus, Lord, on why it is you created them. At one point in time, you showed them who they were supposed to be, where they're supposed to be, what kind of status they're supposed to have, what kind of money they're supposed to be bringing in, what kind of lifestyle they're supposed to live. But life got in the way, oh God. Bills got in the way, kids got in the way, family got in the way, sickness got in the way. But today, Holy Spirit, we pull on you to intercede for every believer that's in this house and let there be a transformation. Let there be a rekindling of that passion, God, 
in the mighty name of Jesus. And I declare, oh God, that they don't just have victory here at church, but they have victory at home. They have victory at work. They have victory, come on here, in the streets. They have victory everywhere they go, Father, because you're constantly interceding on their behalf. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and we praise you now. It is in Jesus' name we pray. If you believe that, if you believe you have something on the inside of you that's always working for you and fighting for you, come on and celebrate. Let's praise God for giving us the Holy Spirit. Come on here. I know it's hard to believe. It's difficult. But let's celebrate him because he gave us something that knows his mind. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. If you did, I would love for you to do two things. One, subscribe to our show so you can receive notification of our most recent messages. Also, if this message has impacted you, you can click the link in the description and you can give now. We'll connect with you next time on Crown Ministries Podcast.